1: Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we hit the midweek point in a busy week Across Scottish football Celtic are on the wrong end of a real sore one In Madrid going down to 10 men And losing 6-0 The ticket arrangements are out for the League Cup final Aberdeen aren't happy But Rangers have Europe to worry about first With Prague visiting tomorrow Motherwell come behind to draw with St Johnston St Mirren take on Hibs tonight And Stevie Clark names his latest Scotland squad How much more news can two men handle On a Wednesday evening Jim Duffy and Marvin Bartley, it is all happening.
2: It really is, Gordon. As you said, a real busy week, obviously with the European football yesterday and domestic games. Let's not forget about Motherwell at St Hibs today and then looking at Rangers and Aberdeen tomorrow. But I think there's only one place to start, isn't there? I? I think there's only one place this, this show's going or one direction, and that's Celtic-Atletico Madrid yesterday. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, again, it, uh, you know, was uh, uh, in using Callum McGregor's words, he said it was embarrassing, it's, uh, you know, even for the Celtic captains to come out and say that, uh, you know, it g- gives, uh, you know, the, a, real, a few warning signs uh, for Celtic in Europe. You know, their record has been very poor. Domestically, we know they're absolutely magnificent, but, you know, Celtic fans out there, you know, what can they do to turn around... Um, you know, their fortunes in Europe because, you know, was it 10 years since I won a game at Celtic Park and, uh, you know, they've had a few heavy defeats to some of the top teams in Europe. Come on then 01419511025. Marvin Bartley's predicting
1: lots of discussion about Celtic's defeat last night. He probably won't be far wrong, as much as I love to disagree <laughs> with him. Uh, so if you want to get your thoughts in on that game, Celtic fans. And a night like that leads to so many different conversations. You've obviously got on the night. Where did it go wrong? Does Brendan Rodgers take the blame? The players take the blame? How damaging was the sending off? Is that a decision that you disagree with? All that sort of small picture stuff. And then overall, you know, where are Celtic in Europe? And is the club spending enough? And all the usual questions that follow a heavy defeat like that. 0141951102. Five. It is an extremely busy Wednesday There are some points in the season where Wednesday is the quiet day But it seems to be all happening today Aberdeen fans, I believe you are unhappy The club is unhappy with the ticket split for the League Cup final So if you want to share your thoughts, please do Rangers fans, you might have one eye on that But one eye on tomorrow uh, Philippe Clement wants to build a machine, he says Not there yet, but heading in the right direction So what are you thinking ahead of tomorrow? Maybe we can start those specific questions uh, about who should play and who shouldn't and uh, all that sort of stuff. More injuries uh, or continuing injuries, I should say, ahead of that game tomorrow. Motherwell fans, St. Johnston fans, you could look back on last night. We'll take calls from anyone on their way to St. Mirren against Hibs. And there was a Scotland squad announced as well. But the sounds of that, were on till midnight, I think. <laughs> it's all right, we get paid for overtime, don't we? So no, absolutely, a- absol- fine. absolutely not. <laughs> um, but th- this period from now until Christmas, it's already started, to be fair, is, is just extremely busy. That's before you even throw in things like Scotland squads or yeah. qu- squabbles over ticket allocations and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, I mean, listen, there's always the, the, the daily news, if you want to call it that, Gordon, in amongst, uh, you know, how the season unfolds and develops. And at this stage and coming up towards the Christmas period... You know there is uh, a lot of pressure on a lot of the teams. Uh, you know teams start to then as the fans start to look at the expectations, perhaps from the start of the season, and see where clubs are. Obviously, with one new manager just appointed there um, a few days ago, and Craig Levine had his first uh, game in charge last night, two nothing up, and eventually finished two each to a Motherwell side, searching for confidence. But um, you know, for him, you know, for, you know, looking at it you know there was four points I know he wasn't in charge at the weekend but four points for the last two games and I think having Nicky Clark back uh, and Chris Kane back will be you know a, a big help to, to someone like Craig Levine but you know again you mentioned St Mirren playing He tonight St Mirren having a phenomenal season so far uh, and probably favourites actually if you think about it to you know to, to win this match tonight and keep up um, the. Um, You know, up in the third place in the league
1: 01419511025 That is the number you need Let's kick off with events in Madrid last night So Celtic fans, give us all your thoughts That is a wide-ranging discussion That's been raging on on social media Since, I was going to say since the full-time whistle But probably since about the 60th minute When it started to get really ugly So what are you thinking? Give us it all 01419511025 Or on Twitter at Clyde SS. Be. Let's set the scene for you by hearing what Brendan Rodgers uh, made of things overall.
4: We knew we had to take something. I think our objective is again with two games to go. You know, it's about clearing points and see can we um, can we improve on, on last year's points total. I think that's the uh, has to be the aim now going uh, going forward.
1: Go on then. We'll get into the specifics. How would you sum up last night for Celtic?
3: I think it was overall, um, you know, a really poor result and a poor performance um, after the sending off. Up until uh, Dyson Mider, um, you know, got the red card, I think Celtic could obviously have lost an early goal, but it looked as if he'd settled into the game not too bad. I have to say, I do not think in any shape or form it was a red card. Uh, I think that to send the referee over and have a freeze frame waiting for him there with a the foot. You know, against the shin, I think, is just shocking from the, uh, the ver. But after, uh, uh, you know, he gets a red card, I think Celtic had to batten down the hatches. And I just don't think they're knowledgeable enough to do that. I just don't think, if you look at right through that squad of players that was on the pitch, the other nine outfield players, I don't think they have defensive, um, you know, a, a defensive kind of uh, instincts within that group and I think that makes it very difficult against top teams and when you've got likes of Griezmann and Morata and guys like that Griezmann was magnificent I have to say that he's not bad, is he uh, you know, the, then you know, you're know you going to get heavily punished but it's happened too many times to Celtic mm. it against top teams I personally think you don't need to uh, change your philosophy but I do think there has to be some games where you have to be a little bit more pragmatic I've said it many times on the show Gordon over the years I don't think you can just go and play your normal game against teams who are better than you. Mm, right. The post mortem begins. Let's go.
1: 01419511025. Joe is on the line. Joe, how would you sum up your feelings as a Celtic fan watching that last night?
5: Disappointment. Absolute disappointment. I just want to put two two points
1: by tonight. Go
5: for it. Uh, my first time, so I'm a wee bit nervous. So oh, don't be daft, tonight. Joe. Uh, my first point is Joe Hart is gone he's he's passed it far past it the first goal he could have saved the off but he got down a lot quicker and stood on his line and no three feet it, as usual and the the second goal as well he dropped the ball for the corner it was a, sh- a straight kick right to him and he patted the ball out how did he not catch it he should be catching it he's a goalkeeper that's, that's his job and it's just time for it to go he's been letting goals in like that willy nilly and especially in Europe he do not want it against the to go
1: Madrid And Auburn should have got it And just didn't have a hope in hell um, a, there, Yeah well let's, let's deal with them. Let's deal with them in order There was a very unfortunate one That's gone viral on social media today Is it the last goal? And I don't mean this to be Robin salt in the wins. You kind of lost track It was one of the, the later goals um, Where he's like He's in the mild, net. He's in, he's in yeah. the net Trying to save it um, I don't know. Maybe that can. Maybe your head's gone by that point. You've seen the ball fly past you numerous times.
2: Yeah, listen, it's it's always easy to you know turn towards a goalkeeper when you lose a game six 0 Um, I think I know the goal Joe's talking about. I think Joe Hart punches it or goes to punch it, doesn't get great contact on it, and then I think you know ten or fifteen seconds later it leads to a goal. He actually apologises after trying to punch it. It might have came from a corner. Um, but listen, I, I get it. You know, there's been calls for him to be replaced and goal an awful lot. I don't think there's a few of the goals that he couldn't have done anything about at all. Obviously, you know, Joe's watched them back and he he thinks he could have done better on one or two. But, you know, if you look back at the goals, Joe, there's a couple of times where Celtic defenders seem to be heading it back into the danger area. And what I say by that is, it's kind of that middle third. So between a penalty spot and the D... And when you do that against top, you know, European opposition, they're going to punish you. You know, I think it's three of the goals that they headed back in there rather than heading wide. I, listen, I know one of the goals that Gordon's talking about where Joe Hart does end up in the back of the net. It's it's so, so difficult, you know, for him. I still think he's a top goalkeeper. I still think, you know, he can do a job for Celtic. But when you get a you know heavy 6-0 defeat, everyone's going to turn towards the goalkeeper first and foremost.
5: No, but it's not. It's not just last night. Again, mm-hmm. last week against Madrid as well. Like, he, he caused one of the goals as well. He, he should have got to He's a go, he's a six foot four goalkeeper. He should be getting to, don't these boys. no nah bother, but he's just no get the flex and to throw his <laughs> He's getting older. He's he's passed his sell by. Day. It's time to move on to somebody
3: else. Definitely yeah. without a doubt. I don't think he's Joe's getting to do. I think he was a thirty six. So mm-hmm. I mean, I think listen. There's there's goalkeepers play you know to their forties you know and, and certainly you know no no real issues with, with that so i don't really think uh, you know it's, it's to do with his age um i think you know when when you're a goalkeeper at celtic you know yeah scrutinised. i think um, you know a little bit more me personally I think the defending was was really poor. As Marvin said there, there was two or three occasions where balls came into the back uh, uh, post. You had to head away for a corner and regroup. Mm-hmm. Or or if you're struggling, head up in the air because that gives you time to try and readjust. But what you don't do is put it back into danger area. And, and again, that's the reason why I'm saying I think that there's naivety there. The, and, and there's there's no natural defensive instincts. To me, the only true... Defend as an old school defending if you want to call it that who enjoys defending who loves the the thrill of defending is Carter Vickers but other than that the rest of the guys are around them and in front of them are all footballers who will negate space who will close people down but they're not don't have natural instincts to defend aye uh, my second one was uh,
5: Brendan Rodgers running to the the referee at the VAR machine the VAR screen. Sorry, if Brendan had just left him to do his job, he would have caught the first two images on the screen.
2: Yeah, I, I noticed that as well.
5: The, oh. the, the referee never seen the first two images because he was too busy chasing Brendan Rodgers away.
2: I noticed that as and well, Joe, and that's why he got the he got a booking, didn't he? Yeah, but that's why it was on the freeze frame of, mm-hmm. of the tackle because it was actually playing as I don't know if it was Brendan, but somebody did run across towards the referee, and he he then looks at them. And the video is playing on the screen, and then when he, by the time he looks back, it's on the freeze frame of of the tackle. Um, but but you know, as as we said earlier, Jim said earlier that that for me is not a red card, and that's that's a mm. disgrace. See, see, I I know what you're saying, Joe, but
1: the problem is once the ref goes to the monitor, you know he's he's overturning the decision anyway, don't you? It sounds like you're almost blaming yeah, I Brendan Rodgers for the
5: ref in a bad game as well, right enough. But uh, but how the the Spanish have acting, the this but. I wish sellers would do that
1: sometimes, just throw a bit of the, f- the flair. But they, they just don't seem to do that. I'm in, I'm in bad company tonight, right? Because if I was, to, if I was to come up, of all the pundits that we use on this show, I just, I know for sure you two will disagree with that being a red card. For goodness' sake! I mean, you were still bashing people around at the Masters a couple of months ago. You made a career out of it. So, um, but kind of joking aside, no, no way. No. no
2: chance, red card. It, it, can't, it can't be for me. And listen, I've, I've gone into tackles when you go in wholeheartedly. That wasn't a wholehearted tackle from Maeda. He, he's stretching for the ball first and foremost. So you pause any tackle like that and you slightly mistime it, you're going to see your studs. He, he hits him on, for me, the side. It's the side of the leg. That isn't a red card because... We're getting to a stage now where any tackle that's slightly mistimed is being looked at and players are you know in danger of being sent off. That That's not the way we want the game played. As Joe said, forget about the reaction of players, people going down, the referee's there to referee, VAR are there to back him up. That cannot be a red card because, you know, looking at the Chelsea-Totten game, I think from the day before, somebody does a two-footed tackle on mm-hmm. Raheem Sterling, doesn't get sent off, catches a yellow card. How mm-hmm. we can look at Maeda's tackle and that be a red card, mm-hmm. honestly, is it baffles me, it really does. Yeah.
3: No, I mean, it, it doesn't tick any of the boxes. It doesn't endanger the opponent. It's not reckless and dangerous. You know, there's no intensity in it. He, he's, he's, you know, look, Maida, he's, he's doing doggies there. He's going, he's, he's went from one player to the other player. He turns around, he goes to close someone down, he pushes through, and I actually think the player kicked him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, because you raise your foot, and again, listen, there is a reaction from, I think, I, I think, you know, obviously Simeone runs all the way down and all the players all run round, and that does put pressure, but the referee... Handled it. He came over. Yellow card. He thought that was more than enough. And once VAR gets involved, hmm. as you said, Gordon, it doesn't really matter then because once they call the referee over, ninety nine point nine percent of the time they go with the VAR decision, and that's exactly what happened last night.
1: How much do you blame that decision, Joe? I'm, I, I'm not sure we can let Celtic off the hook altogether, but I wonder. You know, how do you feel about the impact it had? Oh, it had a big impact in the
5: game, of course. does just. The guy's on another level mm. Like His energy The way he chases bars And everything else But and Rodgers They just stayed where he was And then the ref Would have seen the first two Freeze frames Which he did receive be Because he was chasing him So that's mm. who I blame for it.
1: Well um, How would you quantify it? Because again you, I don't think You can really shrug your shoulders And say Oh well it shouldn't have been A red card And therefore You, you let Celtic off the hook Completely I and mean, You lose 6-0 yeah. um, That's never That's never going to be An a- appropriate reaction how much how
3: much does it listen, there's two things. First and foremost, you're playing against a top class team. Atletico Madrid are are a terrific side with really good players, know how to exploit space. So there's the, the, you know, you have to give credit. You're playing playing against a very we have a phenomenal record as well, home record. Um, you know, so they, they they know that you know they can wear teams down, similar to what Celtic do here in Scotland. Celtic will wear teams down. They've done it a little bit against Ross County the weekend. Just scored the first goal, but in the second half, gradually they find out that more space, teams get more tired, and that's what happened to Celtic. And, you know, I think the, once that second goal and in just literally before half time, that just knocked the stuff out of Celtic. Uh, and I think in the second half, um, they were just overrun um, by a very good side. But I get back to the point again I don't think Celtic have got players in their team that are maybe, you know, street wise yeah. enough defensively to batten down the hatches and just try and stay in the game to the last 10 minutes and then perhaps yeah. have a little bit of a gamble so,
1: so what does that mean then it was hard already you acknowledge a red card obviously makes it harder so that's fine but you still shouldn't lose by six is that is that is that what people
2: mean or yeah no they shouldn't lose by six but as you're saying you know a difficult task for me was made impossible when, when the sending off happened um, because you know as Jim's Alluded to there, you're going to a real difficult place with top-class players, and some yeah, of the it's finishes, early as well, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it's very early, exactly. And some of the goals that you know and and Celtic so end up conceding are world-class finishes. You know, they're they're unstoppable. But you said that that sending off probably you know you're already one-nil down. Maeda, your best presser. You know, basically two players for Celtic the way he goes about his business, and that happens. It knocks the stuffing out of you. Should they have done better, 100. You know, some of the goals are avoidable, and Brendan will be looking back to that, but. You know, listen. You don't want to concede six, but it can happen mm. to you know teams when you go to and Madrid. Uh,
1: thank you to Joe. What about David? Are you,
6: what's the emotion, David, after last night? Well, I'm off to
2: the side now. After 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 watching
7: it
6: last night. Which, um, first of all, Marvin, I'm disappointed you didn't have your nice matching
1: jacket on the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, I got lots of messages about that. Did you and Emma Dodds plan to wear the same jacket? No, i TV Worn on, it
2: twice weekend? to do stuff for them, and, and Emma's actually worn hers on both occasions as well. So go. we're going to start messaging each other what they're, each other are wearing. Sure, yeah. I'm sure old
6: Trotter was selling it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, David you're not supposed To have a sense
1: of humour Tonight You're supposed to be Raging furious All the rest of it After last night
6: I'll tell you Where I feel about it um, is, is basically Since Rodgers came in And, and Ange followed So Whereby they're, they're conscious Of their own of their own philosophies as, as a manager I think and, and the team's been punished As a consequence Because you seem to want To go into these games Against And ever getting better Elite teams And just try and play them At their own game Um and, and, and if you look back at the teams that have succeeded out of groups for a Scottish team, I mean, Gordon Stratton Paul Telford, Lee, Lee Nailer, Steve McManus, and, and Gary Caldwell at the back. Or Mark Wilson. Mark, Mark Wilson. <laughs> all, all, all good players, but they, we set up pragmatically. So you end up winning games. That And I don't think the teams would beat the team that we've got just now. I just, I just think that, if you look at the SPL analogy, whenever... Saint Marin beat Celtic um, last the other season. We you know what I mean. Everybody behind the ball played for, played for um, played for set pieces. Any team that comes to Parkhead or even at home tries to open up against Celtic, we just we just get pummeled. You know what I mean. Very similarly, what we do in Europe. So, so keep trying the same thing all the time, and the quality gap just maintains. It's just inevitable that. That these quality players, because the minute that Champions League music comes on, they might get beat one-nil, we get half at the weekend. But the minute that Champions League comes on, these world-class players raise their game to another level. So a Scottish team needs to defend sorted out first, and then stay in the game, and then set pieces and and, and maybe a bit confidence if you get the league can, can get you points and, and accumulate it to get to get you through group. So we keep playing this way, trying to play quality players at their own game. In Champions League, especially, we're just going to end up with the same result all
1: the time. We do come back to this a lot, and it is a debate that really Mm -hmm. fascinates me because if you go specifically last night, then of course you can say, "Look, Celtic, you know, didn't shut up shop and whatever." And it always raises its head when it's the real heavy defeats Mm -hmm. against the European sort of superpowers or whatever. But do these situations not get exaggerated because of what Celtic have done in the more winnable games? Last night is catastrophic because you should have beat Lazio at home and didn't but they didn't not beat Lazio at home because they were too open mm. you look at Fire, Feyenoord, that's different but even going back to last season you can still come out of groups with some respectability Celtic went away to Shakhtar battered Shakhtar but couldn't win but not because they were too open it can be the case sometimes but I feel like we broad brush it and we feel like everything every failure in Europe is all because it's too open
3: how well, can that always be well, the case? I, th- I think it goes—you know—the the, the, the stats speak for themselves. I think they have lost mm. 20 goals. I think something, something like that in the in the in the, the, the group stages this season. You know, yeah. in, in terms of uh, how how open and expansive. No, I get, they are. But that's what I'm
1: saying, right? Last night is a disaster mm. on on its own right, but it's nowhere near as bad if you've actually just taken care of Lazio at home already. Do you know what I mean by yeah. that? Yeah, but... but and and the failure to win that, but the failure to win that yeah. night, I'm saying, is not because they were too open. It's not no. always because of that.
3: No, I know. I think the Celtic part's maybe slightly different. You know, you've got to, and the, and the fans do drive you on and demand that Celtic take the game, no matter who it is. Um, but, as I mentioned at the very start of the programme, I think Celtic part used to be a fortress in Europe mm-hmm. for, for, for maybe, a, you know, 10 years. But the last 10 years, and that's 10 years, Gordon, it's not... One or two years, ten years they haven't yeah. won. That, that's my that point. What,
1: what is the likelihood that over a ten-year period mm. it's just as simple as of being either open or not? I know we like to break things down and give ourselves like two options because then it makes it much easier.
2: But it, that, it can't. It can't be that simple. No, it's, it's not that simple, like you said. And the thing is, I know you know Celtic losing yesterday, and people will say, "Well, why didn't Brendan sit behind the ball and etc. etc." But Celtic are not used to doing that. You know, when's the last time you saw any Celtic team do that? It'd be long, long, long time ago. You know, the, the only way for our teams... Well, they've they
3: done it at Ibrox um, uh, not, not along to 1-1-0. Mm-hmm. You know, the second half, Rangers, you know, really put them under pressure. And Celtic sat deeper, mm-hmm. defended, slowed the game down a little bit, were cute. Yeah. And, and, I'm, not, and I'm not saying, you know, Atletico Madrid and 10 men's different. I understand yeah. that, Marvin. But, but they, you know, on occasion they have done it. And in a game, particularly against the biggest rivals... Mm-hmm. No, they can do it, and they actually don't under Ange poster It's similar,
2: yeah.
3: You know, I, I, I broke in a 1 0 game as well. So, I think they they, they have the mentality mm-hmm. to do it, but it's whether they, they, they choose to do it in Europe.
1: Okay, we'll have to park that, but we can pick it up very soon indeed. Keep the calls coming 01419511025. Marvin Bartley and Jim Duffy are here on 1419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. John is on the line. If I was asking you to keep it clean, John, but tell me how you would sum up last night, what would you go for?
5: Uh, uh, abysmal. I see it's 61 years since I've had a result in Spain. 61 years. But what's holding itself to back just now is a signing policy from the board. That's work in progress. Surely, God, there's about 12 directors in our, our, our deed. Must be looking at it and saying This isn't working This isn't working buying boys to try We need quality signings Even Brendan says We've got £80 million in the bank And we of get a couple of quality signings To help this man And help even And last season it's, it's, it's embarrassing You better not get into this competition You better not get into this competition Because it's just embarrassing And I'm going to be a bit Burned off yeah it I'll
1: Tell you the truth um, so, You hear that a lot I, 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 It's difficult on that. I get what people mean As in the results are so bad Um, I mean, you always you know, we don't belong there and all that sort of stuff. But ultimately, you are there. Small teams are there and they might not be able to get sustained. But, you know, teams do give bigger teams a bloody nose, you know, with smaller budgets. And why can't Celtic seem to find a way to do it at the moment? Because there will be teams in Europe out there who do sign project players as well and just somehow manage to get through a game and
2: scrape something if they need to. Yeah, I think that'll be kind of the golden question now for... Well, not only Brendan but you know Celtic supporters will be saying exactly the same thing because as you said there's teams out there who have smaller budgets and they go to these bigger clubs and they, and they cause upsets you know Jim spoke about it earlier maybe you know these teams change their style of play they sit behind it and they, and they try and counter-attack you know John would be better placed than me but you know we'll say to Celtic fans sorry would will, will they be happy with you know their players sitting behind the game for 89 minutes and hoping for a corner or you know, a free kick to score a goal. Um, in terms of the transfer policy, you know, I've, I've heard it a lot since being on this show that, you know, they want more money spent, etc. But, you know, John, for, for that to happen, I think you need to remain in the Champions League because that does bring a lot of money. And I know there's, you know, nights like yesterday that, that caused a lot of upset and, you know, a lot of uproar am, amongst the fan base. But if you want these better players that you're speaking about, then, you know, you need to be in the Champions League because it does bring you a lot of money. But as you said, the club then need to spend it. I just not I
5: not spending it. They're not spending the money. That's what I'm saying. They've got all this <laughs> money in the bank. Even, even Benjamin Rogers says it when, when they took over. He says we need a couple of qualities to make an impact in Europe. And we're going back away. But um, this keep getting, getting
1: scudded. I, I wonder if we, where we ever get to the end of that debate, Jim. I'm not an accountant, clearly. Um, but I, I don't know what you would... What what is it? What is a healthy amount for a Scottish team? You know, it's, a, it's that kind of big fish in the small pond here, and yeah. and the opposite when get into Europe, pushing the wage bill t- to what? Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Yeah. Do that guarantees your success in Europe, or at what point does it become reckless? Yeah, Where's I, mean, that I mean,
3: again, as John is is, a, is obviously a frustrated fan, and he, he wants to see the money that. Him and his fellow supporters investing into the club, um, getting spent, um, you know, on on the players. You know, um, you know, no, no sitting in the bank. Listen, it's great to have a healthy bank account, and it's very, very rare in modern day football. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I think that from Celtic's point of view, yeah, I agree. In some aspects, there has been a lot, of seemingly a lot of projects. I think you, now and again you need guys who are guaranteed. You know what you're getting. Um, who have enough experience, but still enough in the tank um, to m- go and make an immediate impact and come in and play f- for the f- starting living and not just supplement the squad and not be someone that you're looking to move on in a year or two's time for a for a, a healthy profit. And, that, and listen, Leicester City have been very successful at that, and that's part of the business plan. But if you want to compete in Europe. Me personally, I don't think it's all about projects. I think it's about style of play. I think Celtic have to, and as, as Marvin said there, listen, Celtic fans have been brought up playing a, 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 track, a attractive attacking football. But I think when you go away from home in particular to any of the top teams, I think you have to sacrifice a part of that. And you can still play transition. Mm. You can know, still play in a transition counter-attack with pace, and a lot of teams will do that, and that can still be attractive. But I think it, it's to me, there's more of a chance is exactly what you see other one, Gordon, And maybe digging out a couple of results now and again. When was the last time Celtic dug out a result in Europe without playing particularly well but managed to get mm-hmm. all three points?
1: I think that would be the frustrating thing, Marvin. It always seems to strike you that, particularly the last few seasons, when it gets to big moments in Champions League games, Celtic get 100% of them wrong is the way that it feels. You look at the late goal of Lazio, obviously, last night... Right, you're up against it anyway. You might not win this game, and all the sort of cliches. Don't concede early. Concede early, right? Okay, try and mm-hmm. don't certainly don't go down to ten men. Go down to ten men. Once you're then there, you're in real bother. But hang on at one if you can until half time. Mm-hmm. Nope, right before mm-hmm. half time, it goes to two. Back to Feyenoord, Not content with one man being sent off, it was two that night last season. It was it was missed chances. By the way, this is not meant to sound like a list of excuses that let Celtic off the hook. It, it's sort of the opposite. Um... There are teams at every level of football worldwide that will be second best by a good way in a game, but get a result. Yeah. You can't imagine Celtic doing it in Europe for some reason.
2: Yeah, it doesn't seem to be coming, does it? And like you said, you know, some of their players speaking yesterday after the match saying there's a naivety within the group, you know, like you said, the sending offs and conceding, you know, really when you shouldn't at a real, real bad time right before half time, etc. And like I said, all these things seem to be going against Celtic at this moment in time. And... You know, it's so hard for fans because I get it, you know, when you're losing game 6-0, but all, all they can do, as Brendan said, that they need to learn from this, you know. And the have heard that before. The yeah, league, yeah, a but they, lot, but they, they have. If they, you're John, you've heard that a lot. of times. Yeah, and, that, and that's the frustrating thing, you know. It's like when, well, when are you going to learn from it? But also, you have to respect the opponents that you're playing against. You're playing against the best teams in Europe. You're playing against a team that are going for La Liga that spend millions and millions and millions of pounds on players and wages, etc. You know that their budget will blow Celtics out of the water. So you have to also respect the opposition you're going up against. And there's fine lines in football when you play domestically and you play for Celtic if you make a mistake you're probably not going to be punished but you play in Europe it's probably 90% of the time you give them as opportunities they're going to punish you and sometimes you think you're safe and you're defended well and still they score we saw a couple of opportunities yesterday that were unbelievable finishes so listen Celtic need to obviously do better in Europe it's just how they get there
1: Um, John's disappeared actually I was going to speak to him again but John used the word abysmal what about you Scott what word would you use
8: Oh jeez, where do we start? Even my dog was wanting to give me a cuddle. <laughs> Honestly, I'm sitting and I'm saying, "No, why he's talking about the defenders? Why he's taking ten passes in the box?" And the dogs looking at me, saying, "I totally agree with you, Dad." <laughs> you know, it's like, It's so. Cr- I was sitting and I'm so cringed watching it myself with my wee dog. And I'm looking at my walls Thinking Can anybody see me here? <laughs> it, it,
1: it's and it's just we Henrik Looking up that. at you Just shaking his head We well, Jack his name is
8: And he's scared of, he's scared of the referee's whistle When he's blowing it He's sending me down And I'm saying You can't go and look at that I, do, I play amateur football Right I'm in my early 50s We all still play 5 sides I do that sort of thing Every single day You put your foot up To block the ball and that's all he's done. There's been no stamping motion, no nothing.
1: Just can't handle. Scott's uh, lines about dodgy. I'll we'll get producer to speak to him. I had to said that to you before we came on, Jim. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think we can put too much weight on that because no. there there should be a level, uh, a difference between elite level football and Dafties like everyone else listening, who, who you know runs about, myself included. Um, but mm-hmm. it is the type of the challenge that you just it's not, you're just kind of dangling a leg, someone yeah. kicks the bottom of your studs and therefore it's sore and it therefore it can be yeah. a foul and therefore it can definitely even, you know, be a yellow as well. But I think once that gets to red, that's when you then have, mm-hmm. it's just a real, it's, it, it's, it is hard then for your average football fan to sort mm-hmm. of agree with it or...
3: Yeah. I think it's difficult because, you know, we, we know that the game has become softer and obviously, you know, the, the more analysis and, and, and detail... Uh, on every challenge now it, it's just it's just become over the top and that's the reason why you hear quite a number of people recently and a lot of people in the game thinking you know could the ex uh, players be there because they know the difference between someone like Marvin is saying and, and he's right and, and, and myself I know if I would like to think I would know mm-hmm. if a guy is deliberately mm. looking to, and de- to him. I've yeah. done it. Listen, yeah. listen, listen, listen oh, kid, We know we can dil- we can slow up a little bit as the boy's ready to put his foot in the ball. And then you just let yeah. him win the ball on, and you're a fraction late. Right? Yeah. It's not that difficult to do, but you you know. And um whereas I'm not sure if referees know that, they just go literally yeah. by and exactly. To, and to, to the be room.
1: fair, and you know, I always try and sort of understand why because intent isn't in the rules, mm-hmm. that that bit that actually isn't important. Mm-hmm. So it should just be that these guys are expert at interpreting the rules because they're, they're actually not asked mm-hmm. to assess what Maida is or isn't trying to do because it's yep. not meant to be part of the... No, but the I think I think we can process. tell whether
3: whether that's going to in, uh, endanger an opponent yep, or endanger yep. an opponent. I think you know when it's like uh, you know your shins clatter together. Then I, that's that's not endangering yeah. someone. I think it differs between. You could could you argue, could you argue that in? could
1: you argue that it is though? I've always thought that in in recent years since they did sort of take the emphasis away from intent and since those words were put in there, I feel like if you want to manipulate something by using that phrase of. You know, everything can kind of be endangering
2: an opponent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, if you miss the ball, you're endangering an opponent. Yeah. You could, you could always, you know. Uh, so whilst that word's there, I feel like it gives, it can give officials. No, but there a has out. to be some common sense. No, there, there is no out with with that red card, as, as Jim but said, you're just a hatchet man. No, listen, exactly. Yeah. I've been into tackles and I know when somebody's going in, and that isn't yeah. somebody going into her absolute anybody. And that, listen, that yeah, doesn't but mean that it's not. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't mean that it isn't a red card. That for me, he's overstretching for the ball. He's mistimed it. They've collided. A yellow card's sufficient. Mm. Referee's got it right for me. And VAR has just intervened and just ruined the game. But it's, it's, it's a the dangled big, leg, isn't it? Is but the, the big thing for me there,
3: even Marvin just said it naturally. The referee got it right. The referee's <laughs> on the pitch a few yards away. Mm. He got it right. Yeah. So we, you, exactly what you're saying there, Gordon. It's not about intent. The referee's saying, well, there's no intent there. It's two players coming together. One's a fraction late. Yellow card. So yeah. why, why does VAR then... Then have to get involved And listen we, we can debate VR all the time But in terms of Scott being a Celtic fan Listen It did impact the game But it shouldn't have impacted the game To the, As to the extent yeah. That that actually happened
1: um, I mean Scott You said you were Sitting there cringing In the living room is that, is that the way those nights Make you feel Is it embarrassing to watch Is that the way to describe it 100% And I've,
8: I've been saying it For a good few years now We're wasting more time In the Champions League It's great to a lot of fans. I come back in the day. where fans didn't worry about money. Didn't bother about my clubs get this, my clubs get that. I'm back in the day. You cared about the results on so the park. What is the big difference now? Is there such a gap between ourselves and in these top 32 clubs in Europe? There's for years, years going back. There wasn't that big a gap that there is now. You know that that is the big difference. Um, what I would like to say is, I've oh, I've had one question of, to ask Brendan Rogers or big Ange. I would love to ask them, what in your mind thinks our players are capable of going away from home to these big clubs, thinking we can go head to head? That it just it's for me it's mind boggling. I've got a lot of pals, Celtic, Rangers, and some of my friends think, oh, you're just you're just anti any talk as its day. I said, yeah, but no way for home in Europe. When you're defenders, can you defend? Like? I know I'm going to run in circles. Let's be honest about it. Celtic defenders are just not being able to defend. carter Vickers at one point last night was trying to win a header. He's back to the guy. After. I don't know if you can remember it. Um, that was so cringy for me. I actually nearly fell off my chair because I'm going, that's man who's stalwarts," And he's just turned his back like a wee... Scott, wee how do you
1: well, I think, well, you know, we'll have to nip that there for now. But I think let's pick that up after the break because I think I can sense I was going to ask it as well. What you know, kind of, what do you do then? Mm-hmm, yeah. Based on if you think what a week is, it a week ago, two weeks ago, and after the home game. Anyway, um, thanks to Scott. Hope you and Jack the dog are getting on <laughs> fine tonight. Let me tell you about this before we go any further.
0: Clyde.
1: What a day it was on Make Me A Winner. Doogie was at home in East Kilbride just along the road with his wife Suzanne when he got the call worth £104,000. Seriously? Oh, that is amazing.
5: Absolutely amazing. I
1: can't believe it. It is amazing Absolutely buzzing for Doogie He's a driver for Justy. He's got five kids At any time of year But just imagine the type of Christmas That's going to be happening He's going to get a nice holiday booked as well And uh, honestly What a feeling for Doogie We could make you the winner Of £106,000 tomorrow When we make another call But you need to be in the draw We have teamed up with our sister stations Across the UK To bring you this incredible prize Text YES to 61025 Text our £2 Plus your standard network rate Enter at Clyde1.com for £2 online entry Or call 0330 880 4523 With the calls charged at a standard rate It's over 18s only And all the rules for this network competition are online If you get the call from us just like Doogie did After 3pm Thursday the 9th of November tomorrow Answer within 5 rings Say make me a winner straight away And you could win £106,000 Text yes to 61025 0141 951
0: 1025
1: Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Jim Duffy Marvin Bartley here The Celtic Atletico Madrid Review is well underway, But it's such a busy day In Scottish football If you want to talk About ticket allocations Between Rangers and Aberdeen You want to preview Rangers Europa League Clash tomorrow There was a big game In the Premiership Last night There's another big one Tonight And there was a Scotland Squad announced And I'm bound to have Missed something else So 0141951 one o two five. Let's hear what Brendan Rodgers thought on the red card that Celtic received last night.
4: I think the red card was was a big turning point in the game. I think we started well. We started with confidence. Of course, then we, we then get the man sent off very early, which um, which was a huge disappointment because I didn't feel it was a red card. I think when you when you watch the images back and you watch the the rerun of the the action, both players. Uh, kick each other's feet, and I think the the referee's seen that in game time. But then he's asked to go and have a look at it, and then uh, I think the images that the first image he sees, it's not representative of the actual challenge in the game. You know, I think you plant the seed whenever he, he sees. He, his first image that he sees is with Daisa his foot up, but that wasn't the it it wasn't the challenge. And when I mean, you watch it, it's a really really soft red card. Now for a team like ourselves, coming to here 11 v 11, we would have to be at our our Real max To be looking to get something Out of the game Once it goes so early To 10 versus 11 it Becomes a real challenge for us
1: Brian is on the line How's it going Brian? Ah uh, not bad um, Brian obviously Brendan Rodgers Doesn't feel it was a red Neither does Marvin or Jim But d- Does the scale of the defeat Mean that, that you know that's, that's not enough To let Celtic off the hook I know you're a Celtic fan I take it you're still Pretty annoyed at what you saw
9: Ah uh, no I'm not about to comment
5: on that <laughs> Carry on Right <laughs> uh, uh, No the point is Right like, Sheila Is uh, Brendan's been brought back in. I think he's been sort of promised that he can get to use and will see what he can do with them and see who he's going to keep and who he's going to let go. And then he's going to get promised money if we win the league this year to sort of fight the Champions League next season.
1: Um, I did... This sort of has come up a couple of times in terms of do you... And whether it's directly linked to last night or not, do you think Brendan Rodgers Got what he thought He would get In the summer
5: No not at all I think it's Like, like the project players That's been brought in I don't think Any of them were his But I think he's brought The Rockian, the And uh, Phillips in But that's about it
1: so In terms of You know because it's, it's a big name And he's been there before So you were looking <laughs> at okay, Why is he going to come back And a lot was made About the crack at Europe And stuff like that and again, it probably depends. What is what is it? What is it you're happy with? What? The,
5: see what yeah. like the changes in the Champions League next year. It's going to be like a third of the season, and and the Champions League it's like eight games. Yeah, it's more games, so and it's going to be it's going to be able to bring better players in.
1: Yeah, more games and more money. Um, but I just, do you know what I mean? In terms yeah. of, do you want to just do you want to win the league? Because they probably they might still do that, and they probably have enough to do that. But was there, was there not a suspicion that he maybe would have? aimed higher than
2: that this season well what is high it's so difficult because we keep speaking about you know celsic bringing in projects and you know they should be getting better players who can go and players that can go and impact europe are costing far too much money for any scottish club regardless of who you've got back in you players to go and impact the champions league who you know are ready made for the champions league we can't afford them in this country we can't so we need to get away from that you need to get a little bit lucky like you said with a project ie a Kyogo or or whoever that potentially can step up when you go to the Champions League for Celtic to win games in Champions League their players have to be at it they need you know nine or ten players to be playing at least eight or nine out of ten as do people when they go into Celtic Park domestically and then the flip side of that Celtic need Atletico Madrid to be off their game that's just where we are that's where we're at I get it that people want more money spent I get it but It doesn't guarantee you success in the Champions League. If Celtic go out and spend, I don't know, 15 million pounds on a player and he turns into a flop the next minute, they're saying, well, we've just wasted all that money. So it has to be sustainable for these football clubs as well. I get that the fans are frustrated after yesterday. It shouldn't have happened. It should never happen to, you know, to to Celtic go into Atletico Madrid. But it has happened. I know they keep saying we're going to learn from it and all these other things. But to think that throwing money at it is just going to fix things, I, I disagree with that. I don't think that's going to happen.
1: Um, it's yeah. tough Jim Because Something that almost came up Before the break yeah. there If you're
2: talking Now
1: Big picture 10 years All that mm-hmm. stuff you can't, you can't argue with that Right mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not pre- I'm not Pretending that you can But it was only a week ago Was it a week ago Two mm-hmm. weeks ago weeks. Two weeks ago When Celtic played Atletico Madrid And if you watch that night People are then phoning in And going oh, I'll tell you what Matt, Matt O'Reilly look at, yeah. look at the way he coped yeah. Against Atletico Guy yeah. was playing for MK Dons yes, last same. year <laughs> Look at the way he coped Against Atletico Madrid So Is it about finding guys That can do it more consistently And does that feed into this side This discussion we're having about How you set up Because the previous caller said What on earth were Celtic doing last night Well is it really that mad I know it was away from home But is Brendan Rodgers going to do something Entirely different from what he did A fortnight ago that almost got a result
3: No but I do think um, there has to be you know, a, a you know a, a plan B. You know when you go into these games, went before before the ball's kicked at the start of the season, Celtic Northern the Champions League and they know that there's every chance, even before the draw's made, that because of the standings and where they are, they're going to come up at least two unbelievable teams. So for me, it's it's pre planning. As a little bit of like Brian is saying there about getting players in who you know listen. It's easy to, to to suggest, you know, ways of doing it. It's not easy to find the solutions. There's very, very few fans, including the ones that will come on here, who will actually say, listen, how could we not have signed this guy? You know, listen, we can go back a few years ago to John McGinn and mm. all these kind of things, but I'm talking about, in the current climate, as, as, as Marvin said, there's a lot of bang average players going about for 40, 50 million pounds and the salary it comes along with that and the agent's fees, it comes along with that. Um, and they're not going to come to Scotland. They're not mm-hmm. going to come up, uh, you know, here for the wages. But even if he c- could attract them, you know, they're, no, they're not any better. Is exactly mm-hmm. what you say, is. Matt Riley Rio Tati guys like that. These are really, really good players with, with the potential to be even better. But I still think the balance is, I've said this many, many times, Celtic need mm-hmm. a proper defensive-minded midfield player, an enforcer in the middle of the pitch, someone that's yeah. got defensive instincts and also some of the dark arts so when, when they get caught on the break a little bit you just a little tug of the jersey a little click of the heels bring them down mm-hmm. pick up any, a yellow card if you have to break the play up stop the rhythm of the opposition and these are the, the parts of the game that I think Celtic haven't improved upon is blocking people stopping people at the high ends of the game it's not pretty it's no Celtic's way but the, believe me mm. as Simone <laughs> <Yeah, he's not laughs> Which his team would do <laughs> if it, if the rules were reversed, and that's where I think Celtic could improve. Not just on using the phrase and the guys that have come on the phone, project yeah. players. You know, you can't have everyone like that, but it is very difficult to find players who will come, who are who are ready, yeah. and who will come to Scottish football, even a club at Celtic. Mm. Thank you to Brian. It's that time of the night
0: already. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, The football.
1: Beat the pundit time. Marvin Bartley's one of only two pundits who's received a zero on Beat the Pundit this season. <laughs> <laughs> so if that is any incentive for you, 01419511025 and the lines close at seven. Tackle the headlines
0: 01419511025. Clyde one Super Scoreboard.
1: Marvin Bartley and Jim Duffy are here. It's 01419511025. If you're wondering the type of night it's been, we've had Celtic fans on saying they were cringing in front of their dog uh, last <laughs> night. Such was the performance and results. If you've got a slightly different take on it, you can share that with us. There's been a bit of a debate uh, about the Aberdeen and Rangers ticket allocation for the Cup Final. Uh, if you want to get your thoughts in there, you can do. Scotland Squad announced today, Rangers playing the Europa League tomorrow. Absolutely no shortage of talking points The current state of Queen of the South If that tickles your fancy Great point against Falkirk at the weekend In case you're wondering 01419511025 But let's play this first
0: Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football
1: Right, it is beat the pundit time. No surprise, Kevin and Coatbridge apparently desperately requested Marvin Bartley. Is that right, Kevin? <laughs> That's correct. Did you just listen that night that he got you zero and think, "I want a bit of that"? <laughs> I
10: definitely. Good but stuff. I heard his previous record. Honestly, <laughs>
1: all. all of his whinging away during the break about his overall win percentage. You are. Um, no, you've only fifty percent. You're two out of four for this season. Oh, no. no, that's wrong. No, it's not. <laughs> producers, man. Sorry, um, <laughs> Kevin. are You on your own? Have you got support? I've got support. Got my son, maybe Brian, what's your son's name? Uh, Shay. Brian, how old's Shay? Twelve. Sounds like you'll know more than yeah, the pundit's yeah, in yeah, here. Yeah, anyway, yeah. that will be fine. Good luck, Shay. <laughs> uh, heads, it will be Marvin. Tails, it will be Jim Duffy. Hard questions tonight by the way Let me tell you It's tell so who cares It is not I'm afraid It is a heads oh. So Kevin and Shay Have got their wish Shea's only 12 And he knows you're hopeless as well <laughs> So we'll give Marvin Some greatest hits radio To listen to And we'll get the clock ready <coughs> As I clear my throat Apologies uh, Right Kevin, Shay. 30 seconds on the clock Answer as many As you can And if you want to pass You can do alright no problem, thank you OK, your time starts now What German club did Robbie Matondo play for before joining Rangers? Five Nicky Clark is the son of which former footballer? Sandy How many Celtic players are in the Scotland squad today? Uh, two Which team is currently third in the Scottish Premiership? The What date will the League Cup final take place?
5: 17th of December, my birthday.
1: Who was the last Scott to win the PFA Players' Player of the Year award? Hear Okay, okay. Marvin, can you hear us? Are you ready? Yeah. Shea was better than Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I could hear Shay in the background. Is that who I could hear, Kevin? Must have Sorry. been. I could hear Shay in the background. He gave you nearly every answer. Are you very deep voice as well in the background thought she was 42 stop Uh, prolonging it come on I'm getting sweaty right 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now what German club did Rabi Matondo play for before joining Rangers pass Nicky Clark is the son of which former footballer Sandy how many Celtic players are in the Scotland squad announced today three who's third in the Scottish Premiership St Mirren on what date will the League Cup final take place 17th of December Who was the last Scott to win the PFA Players Player of the Year award? Pass Which goalkeeper has been called into the Scotland squad after Angus Gunn's absence? Xander Clark What do you think Kevin and Shea?
11: Shea tight tight
1: mm. like baby mm, Let's find out Robbie Matondo yeah. Jim do you remember? Yeah Shalka None of you got it Nicky Clark is the son of Sandy You both got it uh, There are three Celtic players Taylor, Ralston, McGregor So Marvin goes one in front uh, St Mirren are third You both got it The League Cup final is the 17th of December You both <laughs> Kevin got that as well It's his birthday <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> What
2: kind of questions, <laughs> that uh, uh.
1: Kevin's birthday, so he knew it, and you knew it as well because that's the day that you and Emma Dodds wear your matching jackets <laughs> again uh, on TV duty. Uh, the last Scott to win the PFA award was Callum McGregor, twenty-one, twenty-two season, just quite recently. Um, Did and Kevin get that? No, that's where it ended for Kevin. So you're four-three in front. I'm afraid that's it. So yeah, a well, suspense. Um, The goalkeeper Xander Clark's been in the squad previously, so the one that's been called in due to Angus Gun's absence a nope. Robbie McCrory really? Really? so there we go What? There Kevin I, I don't know I don't know how, I don't know how that happened I thought you and Shea were good I felt like you were better than him but he somehow well, dug off. it out that's what we're talking about like Celtic cannot so, just you dig don't it always out need to play well. yeah He's exactly counter
9: attack
1: counter attack
9: bang Kevin
1: devastated for you both
9: I'm devastated as well I'll be getting pelters by <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> it. Kevin they deserved <laughs> Shea do not take any blame your dad for that
5: you're going to
1: blame me for that V-man <laughs> <laughs> Quite right Honestly Well done to you both so Thanks for taking part Enjoyed your company thanks, Well Cheers, done take care, guys. Kevin and Shea Thank I you. think they can hold their heads high 4-3 You guessed The Celtic
2: players. Yeah it's just, I did.
1: Just, it's just a number isn't it It was 3 or 4 I was the going for Nobody's got time to count three. them up So just, no. he, they went 2 You went 3 McGregor, Very Taylor lucky uh, uh,
2: Ralston Taylor oh, McGregor all right. Yes I There you I go I Saw Ralston um, at the gym today actually I could just, Yeah so that's, that, that's that it? It stuck in my mind. now that he's in the Scotland so the, squad. At the
1: end of the story. Nah, he's not in. Do you know who I keep seeing at the gym currently? Well, sort of in the, the coffee about shop. I was to say, you don't go into the gym, um, there's a the coffee is, bar. Um, is uh, James McCarthy. He just always makes me wonder, like, hmm.
2: what's he doing? Do not mean? Maybe a bit of golf, uh, golf up there, because you, you go to the posh like one, not, don't you? Uh, sometimes.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 01419511025 is the number you need. And you can tweet us as well, at Clyde SSB. I'm sure there will be lots more people out there who want to have their say on Celtic last night. Absolutely fine. It's probably the type of thing that will rumble on uh, for a couple of days anyway. So let's take a moment to have a look at one of the other stories doing the rounds today. Uh, and it is a big one. I've always said there are a few staples of the Clyde One Super Scoreboard calendar Things that really get people going and ticket, ticket allocations allocation. is one of them. <laughs> it is an absolute staple of the Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard mm-hmm. discussion and it's reared its head again today. Aberdeen are unhappy as the SPFL revealed the ticket split for the Viaplay Cup final. Um, basically, Rangers have been given 5,000 more roughly, so it's about 25,000 uh, to 195 Um Ticket price is the same as last season and I know to a lot of people they sound a lot so I wouldn't take any issue with that either um, if you want to go down that road but it seems to be the split that has been annoying people um, Funnily enough, a couple of Aberdeen fans want to have their say Rangers fans, you can have your counter argument if you on us right now, please um, but Ali is first through Ali, what's your thoughts on it? I'm going to guess you You think it should be a 50-50 split
11: Helps Trek's team, he's alright, aye? All good, all good hey, Magic, magic. I listen. It's a cup final, a national cup final. It should be a. It should be a fifty-fifty split. Need, need, about that? Um,
1: I, yeah. I. It's kind of <laughs> on the on the mm-hmm. very simple basis of sort of any cup final. Mm-hmm. I think Aberdeen's point is why would you not just start at fifty-fifty? And then mm-hmm. if we can't sell them, mm-hmm. you, you give them to Rangers. I think that that was the argument. What's always going to be difficult about this? fans are going to view it through their own lens, which is absolutely fine. And if you're a Rangers fan, you're probably going to phone in and say, oh, hold on a minute, we've got 50,000 season ticket holders and we can't get tickets for this and they won't sell it and they didn't sell X amount for this game. But then on the outside, you say, well, just start at 50-50 and then see how it goes. What are your thoughts on it?
2: I've got thoughts that people probably won't agree with here. So there's two things for me. The first thing is, I don't know how many tickets that Aberdeen sold for the semi-final,
1: but that, that apparently has been taken into account. So it yeah, wasn't, it wasn't I, as many. I,
2: and the SPFL, sorry,
1: just to give the yeah. info, did say um, that they 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 have taken
2: that partly into account. I think that I think that should happen. The second thing is I, I do agree. If you if you're not going to go with that first one, that it should start at fifty fifty, but you should be able to you should have to sell a certain amount of tickets by a certain date that to open Ab- the other one. That ones. was like,
1: Aberdeen's proposal, though, Jim. Yeah. So
2: that's why I think Ali thinks. Why that's
3: not? Fair. Why not just do that? Yeah, I mean, for for me, I, I, as Ali said, the, the finals an occasion. Semi-final, that's a big game. And you understand that Aberdeen fans have to travel, which is is a huge distance to get that. And there's there's a lot of issues. We you know, you know, with transport and all these sort of things. But anyway, regardless of that, you know, there's there's a lot of people that go to a cup final who don't normally go to games. You know, and I know that Rangers fans will say, well, they, they really shouldn't. But that 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 happens in every mm-hmm. country in the world. You know, you see all the you Know the local uh, shops, you know, decorated and all these kind of things. If it's a smaller club and so on and so forth, Aberdeen are, are a big club for, for me. It, it should have been, you know, 50 50 split, and it's exactly what you've said there. If Aberdeen only sell 20,000 tickets, and um, there's a if you want to call it, there's an old man's land with 5,000 tickets sitting in it, mm-hmm. um, two and a half for each, each team, mm-hmm. and therefore, if they don't sell that. 5,000 then just automatically goes to Rangers. If they sell so many, if they sell 21,000, mm. then Rangers get 21,000. Ali, to me, that, that that would have been simpler and fairer.
1: Ali, the one of the counter-arguments is, well, you didn't sell anywhere near that many for the semi-final. Why should you get them for the final? What's your
11: see, see response you be to with that? Lads, see, 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 you be honest with you, lads. I don't really think it matters, actually, too much. It, it, the principle there, it, it'll be what it'll be. I actually think we'll beat them quite comfortably anyway, believe it or not. We've beaten them the last twice, so I'm not really... You know they could give us ten fills and I'm still quietly confident. I'm not even quietly confident. I think I think we'll give them a a good doing, but I need to put. a have got a quick point for the big gym. I need to put an appeal. On with unit your, your, lads. You won't believe this. <sighs> One of my best mates, Big Andy Benson, he's decided to get married on Cup Final Day. So I want to put an appeal for the future Mrs Benson to get the date of this wedding changed. Because I can't sit at a wedding and watch all these Rangers fans trying into the tomato soup. The meal kicks off at three o'clock. I, I, that, that date needs changed, honest to God. So you're not going to the final,
2: alley? So you're you well, about the tickets and you're not actually going yourself? Ball that, so give, him, give him 50, he won't be, be there. But i but I think... Marv, I think what I might do is I might... Yeah.
11: He thinks I'm going, but I, think I, I might go to the game, then get, I'll get a taxi, and then I'll tell him I'll be there at six. I'm meant to be there at three, but I reckon if I leave Ham, then I think me at
3: six. I think the new Mrs. Benson's handbag's going to be scudding you right in the back of the heat there, <laughs> Ali. And by the, by the sounds a of, of Ali...
11: Score it, Ali. I I've, I've messaged them and asked them Just to put it to the left 24 hour. You're, uh,
1: you're that confident You sound like Aberdeen will have it wrapped up by half time So you'll make it no problem Thanks for giving us a call <laughs> That was Ali uh, on the line What about Tony who's also an Aberdeen fan Tony, how do you sum up your feelings on it? Evening panel, how are you all doing? Not, Evening,
7: bad, not bad Good, good
1: um, We sold 44,000
7: at the cup final When we played at Parkhead in 2014 and Inverness couldn't sell their allocation We wanted more and we denied it So why are we not getting half For um, this cup final Portsmouth, Wigan, teams in, in England Have been to cup finals You never see Wembley split 60-40 do you?
3: Um,
1: this is where it gets really boring Because ultimately the argument can still exist That was the Scottish cup final this is the League Cup final This is an SPFL competition no, it, was so, League, it was a League Cup final Oh sorry, 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 sorry yeah, So it was, so it was, was so it was, so was game so game I'm getting mixed up uh, Right, my apologies The like um, um, well, yeah, he's right in terms of That's the nine years ago The SPFL Let me try and explain a bit more of the facts The SPFL say that They have taken into Historic ticket sales in previous League Cup finals and semi finals. Clearly, not going back as far as, as Tony wants, um, but obviously, Aberdeen were serial kind of final makers for a while there. And um, the organisers say that it is broadly the same as they got for the final against Celtic in 2018 19. So, that's one of the reasons that they're going for this. They also say, um, like I said they are about taking into the account the semi final sales. I think they've got some point about kind of segregation and, and logistical issues. Um, but Aberdeen just quite simply just said it's it's a final it's a neutral venue, just hold back five sections in the north stand. Mm-hmm. If we sell them out, fine, and if not, by a certain date, Rangers could could sell them. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I, I think that you know, Gordon, it's a difficult one. But you say it's we, we get this all the time when when you know when when these games t- turn round. But let's just say that it's not Aberdeen. Let's just say it's Ross County that's mm-hmm. got to, to the final. Should Ross County then get half the half the stadium? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If they're playing Rangers. If their average gates are 4,000 or whatever it happens to be. So there's always going to be an argument. And, and so, so
1: would you think that's not the case? Because again, why, why not just almost what? start, just, just see what they sell yeah. and then and then you give them I'm sure there's anyway.
3: logistical reasons why they've got you have information and knowledge and you know how many tickets and you say segregation and areas for the policing and the authorities and all these sort of things I'm sure there's it's not just a straight case of somebody walking up with a ticket saying mm-hmm. oh well two days before the game no oh, but by home. a certain date though you know you know, yeah, just be yeah.
1: picking no listen that's, that's what I'm saying I say there
3: should be 5,000 5, you know, you know I, I say a no man's land let's just say you know uh, in the middle somewhere where you know that that's the area where you know if somebody needs extra tickets, then you know that 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 can be utilised. But for Aberdeen fans, again, I get back, to, I agree with Tony. It is a cup final, it is an occasion. Uh, Aberdeen are a big club. I don't think that you know there's an absolute way of doing it 100%. Rangers fans, as I said, huge fan base, and uh, you know, there'll be guys that go week in, week out, can't get tickets for these games. I get that as well. But for a cup final, for me personally, I think it should be a 50-50 split. And then if they don't sell the tickets, as we've already discussed, then by a certain time, then those tickets can be sold to the you know the team that needs them.
1: So do you feel, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Do you feel you've been sort of, you're an afterthought here, Tony, or not getting treated the same or you going as far as that? Um, I'm just
7: used to it now in Police Scotland lying about segregation. They could soon put a 50-50 for Celtic Rangers, so that's nonsense as well about segregation issues. If it was Celtic Old Firm final, they would soon be able to put 50 So,
2: Tony, do you know how many you guys took to the semi-final? Just out of interest. I'm not too sure, pal. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I, I thought I saw somewhere in the region of 10 or 11, but I get lots I wrong, so know. someone will tell me. We
7: took 44,000 to the last League Cup final so that's all
2: I'm saying we've got the potential yeah. to fill half and oh no definitely that
7: was against Inverness
2: yeah nine years ago so yeah no one's going to say we, that Aberdeen should, don't have the potential to fill half I 100% be, agree with you we should have the the potential to fill half our end if we don't
7: then mm-hmm. give it back to Rangers fair enough but yeah. for Police Scotland mm-hmm. to say that and excuses to be made which I'm used to now I've supported Aberdeen all my life so
3: Cup finals are the special country. occasions. I mean, mm. get back, you'd imagine Queen of the South now, yeah. but many, many years ago when Queen of the South got to the final, yeah. they probably mm. took 15, 20, 30. As I said, it was yeah. an occasion for the, the town. Everybody went. Yeah. you know, who would normally not go. Uh, uh, you know, and then you'd maybe get the next home game and you might get a couple of thousand there. Uh, it, it happens all the time. So for me, I think that, but you demean it a little bit By just saying Well This is the only time That you're mm. going to turn up So we're not going to give you Tickets for that Let's a bit hear
1: now. the other side of it Graham's a Rangers fan What you
10: thinking Graeme? <laughs> Jim, are you are you even like taking mushrooms in your coffee? You got... Steady, steady. No, I'm, I'm. not well, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean oh, it. All oh right, a you meant called. it in the I good way. I mean, <laughs> it, no, no, no. no I, mean, I, mean, I meant it in a comical way. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll restart. It's no problem, Graham. Uh, right, no, right, no, no. Right, I'll restart and apologise, uh, big man. Don't want you to give me a doing. Um <laughs> <laughs> But no, seriously, right? There's there's an argument here and there. You can't use Ross County as an example Of a 50 split And I'm going to speak very strongly But Aberdeen is a 50 split Aberdeen, this is a prime example Aberdeen can't even fill their stadium For home games On a two stadia, three stadia They only fill their stadia Well, 90% When it's Rangers or Celtic Or predominantly Hibs or Hearts so the 50-50 at gym, this is a massive, massive no-no nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Aberdeen don't travel well. They don't travel well. And I'll tell you why. They only turn up for one team, and it's Rangers. And that's why they want the 50-50 spot
1: Here's the thing, Graeme, right? And I see if I was a Rangers fan like you. I'd, I'd maybe feel that way as well. But can we tr- take a step back? I think that's, what, uh, that's all Aberdeen are, are trying to, to suggest. If it's a cup final And it's a neutral venue Why not just Just start at 50-50 And if they don't sell it And if they don't turn up Your team Rangers Will Will get the rest And I think that You know that that's all it is Why should Why should there be an Automatic line drawn Between what your league oh, attendance no, is and, and what oh, goes didn't. to a, a, a final It's a showpiece no. event isn't
10: it yeah. Listen, you, you caught me in, in, in seconds and twos there No I, I never I never said that I never said automatically well, but
1: what, what, what I mean is you're, you're, you're bringing up What Aberdeen Do or don't do In an average league game At Pataudry I just wonder if that needs to be The case You know because As, as Jim said then Over of the over the years Right Queen of the South I don't know what Queen of the South took But say it was Five times What they would You know they would take to uh, An average league game that, That's just the way It's going to be isn't it uh,
10: Yes and no, you're you you you, can, uh, you, you you're good at putting stuff across like that in layman terms But see from a football perspective and a, a supportive nation There you go, it's not just Rangers and Aberdeen I'm talking to be here I'm talking about a, a global thing um, Even if you get into the Champions League for instance it was um, 4,000 fans for Newcastle, was it Dortmund the other night? It, it, there's a very, very fine line where your team needs your team needs to be backed up, and it needs to be through statistics. It needs to be through statistics for a certain level of being support. And yes, you're right. You're right to a certain extent. But it's no Queen of the South Gordon. <laughs> it's no it's Aberdeen. And Aberdeen can't fill their own stadium. So everybody wants to jump in the bandwagon. Ibrox is fifty thousand plus every home game. But again, Aberdeen, look, but surely
1: this stuff's so relative, right? Just as an example, if Rangers when Rangers got to Seville Extra pe- extra people oh, yeah. went Exactly Ex- Extra people went Compared to Extra, extra people <laughs> uh-huh. be, Like I'd lots I'd of 80, them 80,000 of them So this is, this is the equivalent If Aberdeen want to bring more to that Than they do to an average league game That's perfectly understandable Is it not? The same way you Would take more fans To a showpiece European final Than you would another A run-of-the-mill European away game It's a big occasion <laughs>
10: Gordon you're smarter than that. That's nothing. You'd you'd know, offer a league final to the Scottish Cup? Come on, seriously. Graham,
1: it's relative. That's the point. It's it's your no, it's, your big, it's your big
10: showpiece. It's your big event. This is Aberdeen's relative, big event. Relative, I can understand, but you need a wee bit of sensibility here because let me let me put it let me put it to you another way. In the panel. How many people have signed on for your travel arrangements uh, via Aberdeen, via Ross County, via Party Thistle, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Michael here, with Rangers and your Celtics, it's, 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 an, it's a no-brainer. So yes, you're right in what you're saying, Gordon, but the odd jump in the bandwagon.
1: Again, mu-
10: mu- much in the way that, and
1: I don't have a problem with it. If I had a sort of loose link to Rangers or Celtic, I'd probably go. Brilliant at European finals, sign me up. That's all right, is it not? Mm. To do it that way,
10: no. Listen, no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Do you want um, to? Th- that's not. That's that was not my argument, and that was not my point. When I when I phoned the producer, my point is, it was it was something Jim said, right? Um, I don't I don't want to. Keep going around the circles here, but see if you support your team, right? Your Motherwell, am I correct?
1: Yeah, we don't get to many cup finals anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was a,
10: that was a wee dig there. My apologies, <laughs> right? But I hear I hear you. I do. I absolutely do. Um, and I tell I tell you, there's two seasons, there's two reasons to this. One of my good one of my good friends is a Celtic friend, a Celtic fan. One of my good friends is a Motherwell. Um, so you just You kind of You hurt the nail on the head Anyway I, I, I don't want any Gay horses for courses. I just think that argument's poor That's all I'm saying I think it's very very poor Which
1: is fine And we'll have to leave it there Because we're about Six minutes late for this break I'm getting dogs a bit From the producers in there So uh, Try and let it go As long as we can We'll get back to it I'm sure One of your calls next Clyde One
0: Super Scoreboard Listen check the twitter feed at Clyde SSB taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 this is Clyde 1 super scoreboard
1: Marvin Bartley and Jim Duffy are here they're about to team up on this full time teaser sent in by Daryl and thank you to Daryl for it let's get the question up and running
0: a full time teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions, East Kilbride. Slide wall panels available in seven colours. Now in stock at East Kilbride at competitive prices.
1: Maybe mostly aimed at you, Jim Duffy. Oh. <laughs> but you're an adopted Scot. You can hang on in there and oh. see how we go, um, as patronising as that sounds. Uh, there are eight players who have got more than 20 Scotland under 21 caps. There are only eight players with more than 20 Scotland under 21 caps. Can you Mm. name them?
3: Eight players with 20 20 under 21
2: caps. Mm. I think I know one. Centre forward. He played at Everton. Or Fraser Hornby. Yeah, no, No, he's not on there. As soon as he gave me his name, he clearly is rubbish. Rubbish, rubbish. Cheers, buddy.
3: That's going to take a
1: back thing. I'm worried. I thought you'd have known. Like there's a kind of fame. Oh, say famous. No. You don't know who the all-time record twenty ones caps. No, we would have no, That's have a problem been, yeah. then, isn't it? He's got thirty five, but he went on to get loads for the full team as well. The interesting thing about some is that they, you know they didn't do that and ended up getting. Um,
2: is there recent ones since my time? In Scotland, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's
1: the thing. there's the guy who's third on the list. Actually, is kind of recent, and he's got. I think he got in one. I think he got one cap. By Stevie Clark He's got 24 for the 21s And probably that prime example Of someone who would just Keep getting in 21 squads Mm -hmm. But it's just going to find That next step Because of who's in front of him
3: Um, Ryan Gold
1: No Robbie McCrory No There's a Hibs connection in there Which I know you love
2: Mm, I do love a Hibs connection
3: Paul Hanlon Yes Paul Hanlon, Hanlon. Hanlon There we go Really
1: Yeah Paul Hanlon Has got Twenty three under twenty one caps. When I came at Paul Hammond was like twenty eight. So that's. <laughs> <laughs> so there, yeah. Well, you, there's not. There's one or two that you might get. So anyway, I'll give you some thinking yeah, time. Let's move on. One zero one four one nine five one one zero two five. You can tweet us as well at Clyde SSB. Uh, what are we getting on here? Um, Mike D says, Gordon, pretty stupid to compare a League Cup final to a European final. Aberdeen have been to four League Cup finals in 10 years. Teams don't really reach European finals that much, not four in 10 years. It was never meant to be more than a kind of loose comparison because Mm -hmm. it's Aberdeen this time, Mm -hmm. but it might be pick Sunday, Queen Mm -hmm. of the South. It might be Airdrie next season and they would reach Major cup finals here as infrequently as Rangers and Celtic reach European finals, so it's a bit stupid, Mike D. But I don't think it was that stupid, so we can <laughs> we can uh, agree. I agree with Mike. To, D. We can agree <laughs> to disagree. It was only a wee bit stupid, um, but you, yeah, you've had a plate of man mushrooms, Aberdeen. <laughs> uh, you know, like I say, it's Aberdeen this time, but it's just mm. more of an example yeah. of. Foot, and I get, although do you know what though? It's not Mike's fault because we all do it through our lens. Mm-hmm. But just generally, step back. Are football fans entitled to show up more for a big event than they are to the smaller ones. That, that's, I think, that's all it is. Um, but anyway, Paul is on the line as a Rangers fan. What are you thinking, Paul?
9: Hi, Gordon. Hi, guys. Thanks Hi Paul. for having me on tonight. Um, I just about the debate, and obviously, I was listening to the Nabba Bean fan, uh, Ali, was it that was on earlier? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and um, he said they would, give, they would give Rangers a, a doing, I think <laughs> he said the word square. Um, but we'll see that in the final, obviously, but um. I think um, obviously my thoughts and that is and, and seeing it factually, to be honest, is I've been play roughly about four games a year and their ambition as a team is to play Rangers, <laughs> so that, that that's what I've said that one. Anyway, um, I think my own team come on is, is making a difference. Um, obviously, I don't want to say with Falls, dons and everything else, but. Uh, if he wins this final and he does well against Celtic at Parkhead, yeah, then I think that will kind of give a story. Um, but my thoughts on the the, the the ticket allocation is I get what Jim and Marvin are saying, and I understand that point where, from a fairness point of view, yeah, if you go to sell tickets, that we go to Rangers or so on. I, I understand that, but you can't get away from helping to say that, you know, is it just fair that, say, Queen of the South? normal being there but to get to the final you're just to say all right. <laughs> good one Paul good one <laughs>
2: next year Paul yeah. you never know You're going to beat Rangers next year Paul
9: <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you get you just get 50,000 oh, you get half the ticket allocation the stadium I, I don't agree with that to be honest because you know, as a Rangers fan and, and, and Celtic fans out there that, that, that sell out the stadiums all the time with 40,000 fans they're already sacrificing half their, their fan base to be honest um, mm-hmm. so you look at, the, the, what well, you had the Rangers fan on there as well, saying, and we stole my kind of point as well, that Aberdeen are averaging about 16,000. They don't they don't pack out Pettogre, so why is it fair enough to then say, well, okay, big allocation, you, you get it and you turn up for one game that you have to turn up to any other game? So I don't think that's fair when, when there's going to be Rangers fans missing out in the game. So
1: yeah, the thing is, how do you ever, is it just about getting as many as possible? Because, you know, you're not even going to get close, you can never even get close to you know all the rangers fans who want a ticket getting one you just you, no, c- you no. couldn't do it and I, I know like i said earlier i've I genuinely do have sympathy i'm just putting the counter argument to you know the, the previous caller if I, if you're a celtic or rangers fan it must be frustrating because you can't get tickets mm-hmm. for for all the big games but I, I was just trying to again and i know we can't do it here we can't do it just take whatever color glasses we've got on off mm-hmm. whoever you may be and just step back and acknowledge that fans are entitled mm-hmm. To have more of a desire to go to one mm-hmm. game Than they do to the other When Rangers when Rangers played in the Cup th- This very competition This season, Paul Against Livingston or whoever you played in the previous rounds yep. I can't imagine But I bet there was about 15,000 empty seats at Ibrox And by the way, that is fine That is not a criticism It's just to underline my point That no matter who you support It is natural that sometimes There will be a bigger desire to go than not Is that fair? Yeah, no. Because what do you know? I don't know if you know off the top of your head what was the attendance Rangers, Livy, in this competition earlier this season. I bet there were loads of empty seats.
9: I was at the game, um, and then and, and yeah, you probably you would be right. I can't argue with you in that sense. Uh, still, I would say it was it was more than what Aberdeen bring to Pataudry To be honest, you know, but I I, I understand that. But I suppose here's a question for you guys as well. Maybe what does what do our neighbours do down south when it's a uh, the Carabao Cup final or the, or the, the FA Cup final, how do, how do they do that allocation? Is it the same way as what we do up here? Well, Ma- Marvin, you, yeah. you said
2: you don't, you don't think it's a 50 50 no, split I, I not Sorry, Jim, I don't think it is. I don't think it is a 50 50 split. I'm pretty sure. Um, I've read a couple of times where it, it's not that way, where, listen, I don't know, Man City v. Somebody, you know, Man City probably not a good one to use, but kind of the, the, the bigger club in inverted commas or the people have more attendance um, at their games, I, I do think they get a bigger split of it. But I do think there is kind of or oh, there has been like a threshold or if you do hit it, they do get more tickets given to them. So I think
3: there is ninety thousand, remember. Yeah, to, yeah, uh, yeah. In Wembley it is a wee well, bit easier. Forty
2: thousand that's corporate yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: But but that's the thing about you are saying about corporate when Paul, I mean, even as a Rangers fan, Paul knows himself. Um you come to these big games, there's many, mm-hmm. many people who never turn up, but a normal game will be at the cup final, whether it be mm-hmm. celebrity fans, hospitality, you know, a variety of people will go to these games as well. And that's an occasion for them. And they turn up, and your regular fans who go weekend week out don't get a ticket. Well,
1: European finals are the worst, aren't they? Yeah. They never get any but allocation but as them.
3: I said, but for, for you know, for Paul, I, listen, you can always go both sides of the argument. As I said, me personally, as I said, it's, it's one of those ones where I don't think it would have been that difficult to to split it, and it is a national cup. I mean, I think last year, Scottish Cup final in Inverness obviously, um, you know, they had a you know small fan base, certainly a lot less than, mm. than Celtic. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, give them as many tickets as they can possibly sell and then the rest go to Celtic and I, I don't think that would have been any different this year I think you've heard I said there's 22,000 each and Aberdeen only sell 18,000 if that's their fan mm-hmm. base and that's almost they've done up Bender's got an extra four I, 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 to me personally I, I don't see it just feels the issue like... with that but there's never going to be the perfect scenario no. wait, 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 as you say, as you say at the start Gordon we have this debate almost every yeah. single year but look the reality is there are very few if any
1: clubs you get the odd one in the Premiership who who would who could take fifty percent anyway. Yeah. So you know that, like we said earlier, if it's Inverness or whatever, mm-hmm. they're not, they're they not, bringing, not bringing not bringing twenty five thousand. Yeah. So f- you're not as well just from the outset. Just give off the impression that it's supposed to be some sort of neutral occasion yeah. at a neutral venue, and then the rest takes its course yeah, rather I, I, than determining it beforehand
2: I, I do think I think you're right and just thinking about it obviously since being brought up on the show even if you had something like listen it was 16,000 and once you hit that threshold then it opens up a, more and more and more rather than going 50-50 mm. with it because then as soon as Rangers hit you know 16,000 which they probably will do on the first day then they get the next 2,000 but if it takes Aberdeen two weeks to do that then there's no more tickets left, and that's down to them but that's probably the best way that they could have done it in the fairest way where Aberdeen Fans there, no, isn't put out a joint. Aberdeen is a club and Rangers still, if you're selling the tickets, you get, you know, the rest of them as well.
1: Because I know I know how this works. I know the vast majority of people listening here don't care what fans of wee teams think. And I get it. So I know this is going to be universally unpopular, but just a wee thought for the rest of us who have to consider a national stadium that's got a Celtic end and a Rangers end. <laughs> Yeah. And I know why, and I know it's because they're there more often, but, you know... Op- I
2: didn't know that till the other
3: day. The optics of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, imagine him trying to explain that to someone yeah. who well, just landed what here. they do, because people say if they're going to meet you, that's what you tell them where, where they're going to meet. But I think Paul did, to, you know, some... You know, I kind of nerve earlier on when he said about Aberdeen's kind of competitiveness, I should be say, when it comes up to playing Rangers. There is definitely an edge when Aberdeen play Rangers, and I think there's more of an interest from Aberdeen fans when they go to play Rangers in, a, in any game, but particularly a cup final. So I think there will be more fans will go because there is, a, a you know, a, an unhealthy rivalry at times from the Aberdeen, you know, fa- uh, teams, you know, when, when they go and play uh, Rangers. And I think that does kind of generate more yeah. interest in this game than perhaps even a normal cup final might do, you know. If if Aberdeen were playing, say, Hearts or, or, or Hibs, you know, there would be, yeah, excitement. But the fact that they're playing Rangers there is definitely more more of an interest, I think, um, from the Aberdeen perspective.
1: Thank you, Paul. 01419511025. I told you these issues were important because it's the day before Rangers play in the Europa League, the first home Europa League game under uh, Philippe Clement, and I don't think we've discussed it yet. We've (laughs) not got round to the Scotland squad yet, although Ian's on the line, uh, and we will take more of your calls next.
0: Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard. Hear it. Watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141
1: 951 1025. Clyde One. Super scoreboard. We're about to bring in Ian on the line very quickly. These two are toiling on this full time (laughs) teaser. We're (laughs) looking for eight players who've got more than 20 Scotland under 21 caps. It's quite tough. They've got Paul Hanlon, and that's it so far. But you did get something during the break. I could hear you debating it with each other. I'll let Marvin take it away.
2: I've got, well, Jim got Glenn Middleton.
1: That's a great shout. I think that's maybe quite surprising. Uh, he's got 22. Well done to Glenn Middleton. Well done to you for getting it.
3: The the, the the obvious one is just because I know that he was always getting under 21 cats, but I think he must have a bit. I don't know, maybe 40, 50 caps for the team is Christian Daly.
1: Yes, he is the all-time, There he go right, You can impress everyone, if that's the right word with this <laughs> fact. He's the all-time Scotland under 21 cap holder. That's, that's what Christian we said. and many
3: full caps of the game. He must have uh, got yeah,
1: a right few as well. Do you know, I spoke to him recently about this, I think I would know it was 67. How ah, did he
3: go, that, that is a talent. Oh, t- we said 66,
2: didn't we, Jim? <laughs> right, far off. Anymore.
3: At the bar. And uh one of your old... Uh, Favorite should we say yes. Uh, Alan Campbell,
1: absolutely. Twenty four under twenty one appearances. So you're halfway there. Is he, is he
3: get any? Is he, has he ever been in the first team squad? I think he's got the, the one. He's been in the squad, hasn't and he? I think, got, he's, I got think he's, he's got one he? cap. Yeah, I Alan think so.
2: Campbell. Um I'm pretty
1: sure. Four. He
2: does. So there we we're go. doing well, Jim. Uh,
1: we are doing <laughs> well. There we go. Look <laughs> at
3: that, this. And that, that We doing all right. you
1: that. And look at this for a smooth transition. Ian has the Scotland squad on his mind. Am I right, Ian? Yep, you have so. Take it, it away,
3: hurry, guys. Good, good, good. good, good yeah, you. you get any clues? But another twenty-one.
1: How many caps was it? Twenty. More than Aye, twenty. more than twenty. Yeah. Usually, I hate uh, this scene and I, I, I don't let people Mac help. June, but he's seventeen. Nah, but they need your help if yeah, you've right. got any. You can throw them in but, there.
12: But, but on. anyway. Uh, no, it was just it was just in the Scotland squad. Mm-hmm. See, when you look at it, you've got to feel the worst, especially in the goalkeeper department. I yeah, don't understand why McSorley's called up again when he's doesn't he play with Rangers, but he gets in the Scotland squad every time. I don't understand it.
1: Who else would you call up? Because that's the obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to establish that, then, don't we? Well,
12: for example, somebody's playing every week. So the boy Ledlow done well on Saturday. Why is he no a sniff?
1: Okay. Um,
2: I asked for a name, and he gave me one. Yeah. It's not up to me to agree or disagree. That's a fair shout, by the way. Although, like you said, someone who's playing uh, would
3: David Marshall have committed retirement for a, to be back up maybe as well because he's playing still mm. week in week out for Hibs. Yeah. All well, I, I get, get is Hibs fans moaning you know, about his form this thing. season.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I take the point. Right, we have yeah. and we kind we should have known this day was coming. We've been spoiled, absolutely yeah. spoiled, um, and we've stumbled across a clear number one. in Angus yeah. Gunn. Mm. but he is injured. Xander Clark and Liam Kelly got a half each I against think, France. Yeah they both were getting criticised for their performances at the weekend mm-hmm. uh, and Robbie McCrory's in there as well um, because Angus Gunn's Rush injured uh, Robbie uh, Robbie's a goalie remember Ross oh. here look Ross look. <laughs> <Rush laughs> McCrory don't, don't, don't listen That's to the that producer. stuff to the producer right you stick with me um, <laughs> so <sighs> who's who's going to get like, the game out of those three when the squad comes around
2: I, 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 well, I well the will. fact
3: is that the, the games are not as important as they might well Which have been, nice he, might, he, might give, he might give him a game each yeah. you know so I, th- I think he'll start possibly with Xander Clark um, but again you know in terms of Victoria I mean he did really well last year in that spell for Rangers when he came in he was a bit unfortunate the, 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 not unfortunate because obviously Jack Bittling done great but I think mm-hmm. that a lot of people might have thought, well, maybe it's his time now at Rangers. So he has got a little bit of experience. I understand um Ian saying he's not he's not been playing this year. But you know, there isn't you know there isn't a huge amount and obviously he, we're talking under twenty-one caps and that can he's got a few a few of them. So he does have experience of being in and around the squads. And I think and, and Stevie Clark does does like guys, you know, who who blend in, you know, and keep that and have been that, that there team, before. Uh, yeah, he, he likes that that team building and the, you know that, that atmosphere. So he's not going to bring maybe somebody random in out the blue that, that, that hasn't been in around the there. So I think that's how uh, Robbie's come in. But for me, I think you'll probably go with Zander Clark. I'll tell you what, this is the beauty of having sealed qualification with mm-hmm. ages yeah.
1: to spare. Mm-hmm. Because if we were heading into a must win game, must win mm-hmm. double header without. Kieran Tierney mm-hmm. and Andy Robertson and Aaron Hickey, so yeah. all from that yeah. same area, and Angus Gunn. I, I would be getting pretty worried, to have to say. Yeah. Um, but what do you think about? The, is it is the the goalkeeping? Because Josh Doig's been called up, so it'd be mm-hmm. nice to see what he can do. Greg Taylor's still in there, Nathan Patterson. So between the three of them, they'll, you know they'll play. We've mm-hmm. um, we got a are we lacking depth a bit at goalkeeper, or
2: yeah, I, I think so. Um, listen, you say lack and depth, they say Gunn's been, been really, really good since he's came in. I, I suppose it creates an opportunity for somebody else. And Ian makes a, a good point with, you know, Ross Laidlaw, who's playing week in, week out at Ross County. But, you know, Jim counteracts that with saying that, you know, we all know Stevie Clark loves players who've been in and around it, who, listen, I've played with Robbie and he's got a fantastic attitude, trains extremely well, whether he's starting or he's not. And I can only imagine he's a joy to have around at an international level. Um, so it will give an opportunity to one of those, as he said, Josh Doig might play at left wing back, or Greg Taylor. You have got Ralston as well on the other side. So there is a few injury troubles, but as you said, you know Scotland have already qualified, so it's about giving these boys some experience mm. now.
1: Yeah, I mean, Ian, it's going to be interesting because not only was the Hearts number one, but Scotland as well. Craig Gordon, he's fit in the sense that he's you know he's, he's starting to become kind of available. He's going to have to remove Xander Clark from the Hearts team first, but then would that automatically follow that? That he does that for Scotland Is a is a rusty You know Out of action Craig Gordon Is he still worth Coming into the squad As, the, as the, even the third goalkeeper then?
12: Uh, he's probably better Than Kelly and Clark I think I would agree with that um, Kelly looked very shaky Against France We'll say um, As well and It's quite a, bit of a shame Whoever plays Because as you just touched on there The back line Isn't strong It doesn't look strong at all even into the mid, you know, Ralston's in the squad as well. He's not really playing much either. Um, you get in the middle of the park. Ryan Jackson and out at Rangers. Stuart Armstrong's in and out at Southampton. It's just uh, the squad's no strong this time round. I don't think. To be
1: fair, the rest of the squads the same. Mm-hmm. I take the point. Like those fullbacks are missing. Um, the rest of, the rest of the squads the same. If it was strong last time, it's. There's not more
3: to come Listen, you've still got the likes of Billy Gilmore, John McGinn, Callum mm-hmm. McGregor, Scott McTominay. Scott McTominay yeah. You know, you've still got some really good players there. And That's an area where we have been quite fortunate. The midfield area has been really strong. Obviously, Ryan Christie kind of plays in that half-and-half half position yeah. at times. Uh, to me, I would be more concerned about the, the front players. I think we've only got two strikers in the sense of... Uh, Shea Adams and, and 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 Lyndon Dykes. I know he's he's brought uh, Jacob Brown back and mm-hmm. again, but to, to me that that's the one area that I think that if we are, if we are once we get to to the championships, that's the one area I think you you need to listen. You can't just all of a sudden just find a diamond from nowhere. Mm-hmm. But that's the one area that would certainly give me more mm-hmm. cause for concern rather than the goalkeepers because I think like to think it's going well get, get back fit again So I think we are quite strong in other areas Yeah if they could all
1: just hurry up and get back fit And then just <laughs> let's not repeat any of this stuff As the Euros <laughs> comes around um, I don't like to think we've used all our good luck up Thanks to Ian, though no, it's a good point Ian uh, We'll revisit it as these games get closer uh, You two have got work to do Four <laughs> more of the under 21s With more than 20 caps We've been doing some work haven't
2: we And We're... one of them managed Well the only one that I've got Managed Hibs <laughs> Oh, and that now is good yeah, he, that's he's him, yeah He's at Wigan mm-hmm. Sean Maloney Sean Maloney, Sean Maloney.
3: Yeah. Yes well done so, so as far as And I'm that's when my know.
2: brain cells Stopped So three to get Yeah
1: these are tough I must admit Really tough right I'll give you a clue There is one in here He got 22 Scotland under 21 caps He went on to get a fair few For the A squad as well He played for Hearts He played for Everton He was a full back Stephen Oh no I was going to say uh, No uh, Naismith. Gary Naismith. Gary Naismith. Okay okay we're getting there Jim of, well done What's that six Two yeah. to get the remaining two are... Wow, oh, the music's coming quick. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, can't, Just, no, no bigger clue than yeah. someone who played for Rangers and Celtic. There's not many of Kenny them. Kenny Miller. Not him, though. Uh, Mo Jones? Nope. A famous musical nickname as well.
3: Uh, uh, played for uh, Alfie Kahn? Who? Elvis. Oh, Stephen Presley. Stephen Presley and the last Alfie one Alfie Gone played for Rangers oh, the he was f- way before <laughs> your time before, you.
1: before mine obviously but yeah um, um, and I really like a good player as well uh, last one tough yeah I don't think you will get it he was Dundee United really Is kind of mainly his club 22 uh, played for Livy actually Marvin way before your time down the road to like uh, Leighton Orient oh, no. Swindon and oh. so on that's a tough one Craig Easton oh Craig Easton there's Craig Terry.
3: Yeah. well done Craig, yeah. Oh, caps Craig. Yeah. yeah, well done Craig thank you very Good much player. to
1: Marvin and Jim we are back tomorrow from 6 o'clock with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL and Amber is up next